I would like to focus on the education aspect of China's education. But we must realize that the reason why the present situation of Chinese education is very complicated and even difficult to change lies in the fact that Chinese education actually carries the political role of social mobility. In other words, China's education is both education and political. How is educational nature of China's education affected by politics? Let's think about the role of social mobility. Nowadays, it is widely acknowledged that in Chinese society, the college entrance examination is the biggest test in life. At the same time, you win in the college entrance examination, you will be qualified for social mobility. Parents always think that as long as a worker's child is admitted to a university, it is it will change the fate of the family. The family with a little poor financial ability thinks that the child's entrance to a famous university will also change their life. I think the reason why the college entrance examination has made this imperious is that it adopts an evaluation system that quantifies abilities into a percentage. In this evaluation system, because of the high degree of integration of the measurement standards, the lower social classes saw the opportunity to surpass the upper class in a certain way, which is a kind of, of meritocrat in knowledge. As long as they have, have a better grasp of some specific knowledge, the children from working class families may surpass the children of multi millionaires in the score of college entrance examination. Does the Gokou constitute a fair method for evaluation in individual merit and educational ability and achievement? Does the university entrance selection method treat all members of society fairly and provide an equal opportunity for all to access and benefit from higher education? We can imagine how much stimulation this seemingly simple process of social mobility is to the parents who are eager for success. This opportunity is the most important argument of supporters of the college entrance examination system. But we must think about this so-called opportunity. Can it re really realize the significance of social mobility? To begin with, this opportunity is not too easy to 
grasp for the lower social classes, especially for the peasants. So many documentary materials, we can find that China's actual high-quality education resources are concentrated in developed areas. The developed areas mean that farmers cannot afford the cost of living, so the children of farmers can only receive the relatively poor education. Will the relatively upper social class can fully afford the best education, even studying abroad? This gap in the starting line basically determines that education, at least on the current material basis, cannot achieve the significance of social mobility. On the second level, even if a worker's child finally enters the best university, he will still find that there is a huge gap between the class he comes from and the class from which others come from. Although in the evaluation system of the college entrance examination, this student has surpassed most others and realized a kind of pseudo-social mobility, but after the college entrance examination, these lower-class children lose the foundation of self-awareness. This will still find that in the coming work competition, the upper social class, who has mastered more resources, will still have great resource advantages. Generally speaking, the college entrance examination gives all students a vision that you can surpass your father, but it will not only let students finally find out in the society that your father is still your father. If the responsibility of social mobility is imposed on the education system, it is entirely possible that this kind of talent cultivation will be broken down. No one cares about it. How can the pursued social mobility in the college entrance examination be transformed into real social mobility. My thought is to distinguish between educational education and education for social mobility, because it is clear that these are two completely different paths. I would like to mention that this pursuit of the college entrance examination makes an illusion that may have an impact on psychological state of the whole society. China's current worship of money, materialism, and uh, impatient attitude towards quick success and uh, instant benefits are also inextricably related to China's college entrance examination system. 
it must be mentioned that the current college entrance examination system is similar to the ancient imperial examination system. In my opinion, it is of great significance to maintain the stability of social governance. College entrance examination for all middle or and lower classes makes a illusion indeed. No matter how poor they are, this do believe that the college entrance examination will bring hope. Moreover, the fact that the pursued social mobility based on the college entrance examination is so simple and easy to reach has stimulated their admiration for it, making them pay attention to this single way of social mobility. If we change the discussion in ancient times, it will be the illusion of poor scholar who studied hard for ten years, and a sim- similar process that Fan Jin experienced, but tended to be insane eventually. At the same time, it must be pointed out that throughout the historical changes in China, it seems that there has never been a scholar-made reaction. This is precisely because scholars have such an illusion in their hearts. At present, almost all young people in China can go to school. If the college entrance examination can still only play a placating role similar to the imperial examination, then I think it is not advisable for policy makes to have no intention. Apart from the association with social mobility, it is also worth nothing that Chinese education is political because it deserves politics. For example, currently, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, many people lost their jobs and the job market looked quite depressing. Under such circumstances, the policymakers decided that the access to post-graduation will be expanded to the level that many college students would choose to be postgraduate, thus lessening the pressure of the job market. Within that context, Chinese students' educational background is not very valued because there are increasingly more graduates and even postgraduates, which provided more dismay for the people who came from poor families and worked hard in the hope that education can change their life, but it didn't. Let's make a comparison between the college entrance examination in China and the SAT in the United States. Another distinctive difference is that the assessment of professional ability 
is in addition to the assessment of these core competencies. In the college entrance examination, these examinations are compulsory and generally difficult. Students must learn many subjects that may not be related to their later development before they are divided into different subjects. We can think about the general courses you studied in high school, but do you still remember now, or which are still related to your major in college, or what mathematics knowledge can still be used to solve problems? This kind of forgetting, very simply, can be attributed to a huge waste of individuals' limited learning ability. After the author and the American high school students' exchange, found that the American high school curriculum has great freedom. Students can carry out a wide range of courses, and this is the best play to personal potential. Another point was nothing is that the relatively good reform of China's education is aimed at reform of physical education. In China, broadcast gymnastics is widely used to replace sports such as football and basketball. And these sports are far less valued than in the United States. This kind of neglect of physical education must be noted, because in the final analysis, the body is the cap capital, and the, the real education is to make students become more healthy people. And sports is indispensable. Frankly speaking, China has some resources in this area, but there are no effective regulations to get the physical education teaching in schools. Therefore, the reform in this area can be put on the agenda first, and it is relatively easy to carry out in recent years. China's sports have achieved success in the World Olympic Games. But this does not mean that the physical education in China's education system has been successful. Sports school is a kind of abnormal product behind the success, but and it is widely criticized by Western media. Therefore, these glories should not affect our understanding of our own physical education. In the aspect of national sports, China can learn from the experience of the United States. If we look at the treatment of the students in Beijing, Shanghai, and Guangzhou, and the treatment of the rural students from a discriminatory point of view, or observe the extent of all K schools and K classes in all schools in the first big cities. Are these 
also abnormal products of China's education system and imply discrimination. In the final analysis, a large part of China's education problem lies in the gap between the level of social wealth and social productive and the level of that in developed countries. For example, in the United States, the people's living standards and wealth are at a high level. This distribution of educational resources can be more balanced and high quality.